0: 이건 내가 고시원에서 살면서 쓰기 시작한 수술이었다. 그래, 사실 난 여기 천 전까지만 해도 이곳이 아닌 내가 살아온 세상, 지옥이라고 생각했다. 하지만 진짜 지옥은 이곳이었다. 타인이 만들어낸 금직한 지옥. (목소리) This was a novel I began to write while I lived in this residence. Until the day I came to this place, I always thought the world I lived in was hell. However, the real hell was this place a horrendous hell created by strangers How did I end up falling into this hell What did I ever do wrong King ka and Queen ka 여러분 안녕하세요 this is Rome, or Hando Jun, your Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. 안녕하세요. 네, 잘 지내고, 네, 지내고 지옥이다'라는 So today I'll introduce you to the K-drama called strangers from hell but before any of that i'd like to tell you that kinka podcast is now part of the bunk collective a crazy and creative group of podcasters making awe-inspiring content if you want to know more about us you may check out our website www.thebunkph.com we also have our discord servers i'll put them on the show notes so that you can check us out and connect with us Alright, so now let's head straight to our weekly vocabs. So, alright, as usual before the K drama discussion, we're gonna have this five weekly vocabs as well as the weekly study tips. Alright, so we'll have five for today. Let's begin. First word, ko shi won. Goshiwon is the accommodations for students trying to study for exams. Well, students studying for exams. Goshiwon, Goshiwon. Let's use Goshiwon in a sentence. I moved out of the Goshiwon and moved into a more spacious studio apartment. You would have noticed that I didn't use a single word translation for Goshiwon, but instead used it because i don't know it's not really there's no english equivalent like one word equivalent but in the show it was called residence okay second second word it's related to that one one room one room literally it sounds like one room and that's what it actually means but for english sake one room is a studio apartment or in british english it's a flat so let's use one room in a sentence. 있어요. I'm looking for a studio apartment near Gangnam Station. One room. All right. Next word. 금치가다. 금치가다. means uh, horrendous, terrible, or ghastly. Let's use Hada in a sentence. 내가 여기 나오기 전에 신문에 있는 내 사진을 파는데, 끔찍했다. Before I came out here, I looked at a photo of myself in the paper and I was horrified. 끔찍하다. Next word, 건방지다. 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 건방지다 means to be arrogant, impudent or in informal terms cocky or assy or cheeky so Gon-pang-chi-da. Gon-pang-chi-da. let's use in a sentence Ni-ga hadani it is rather forward of you to say such things oh i like that translation it it didn't use any of the words that i said in the meaning, but yeah it delivers or it conveys the meaning pretty well final word 동평상년, 동평상년, Okay, that was quite weird to pronounce. 동평상년. It's actually a 사자성어. I already discussed what Asaja songo is in the past, right? So I wouldn't explain that again today. But okay, I need to explain it. It's a four-syllable proverb, and it means misery loves company. So it's like people who are and have happy. They like sharing their troubles with other people. So that's 동병상년. Mystery loves company. Let's use it in a sentence. 나는 네가 왜 그들을 좋아하는지 알아. I know why you like them. Misery loves company. Or I know why you like them. You sympathize or empathize with them. Something like that. Okay. So you got it, so that's our weekly vocabs. For the week, let's review them. Koshiwon. It's an accommodation for students studying for exams. usually. one room, a studio apartment or a flat. Kumchik Horrendous, terrible, ghastly. Konpang chida to be arrogant, impudent, cocky, assy, or cheeky. Dongbyong Misery Loves Company. All right, so that's our weekly vocabs. Please check out my Instagram page so that you can review them in a sort of a flashcard format if that's your thing. Also, yeah, so our weekly, no, our, our weekly study tip. What's my study tip for this week? My tip is to use the language to express yourself because language learning is all about you know communication right so you need to speak as well so it's not about just continuously consuming content in the target language that you have but is you need to use it to express yourself so you, there's a lot of things that you can do you can write you can speak you can sing whatever whatever that you want to do just use the language to express yourself Try that this week, maybe you can chat a friend Or maybe you can write a song, a poem Or sometimes you can just look for a song that conveys what you're feeling right now And then sing that So as much as you can Do your best to express yourself using the language that you're learning And in this case, it should be Korean, right? You're here because you're learning Korean So yeah, that is something that you should do well it's not required for you to do it but yeah okay so i think that's all that i want to tell you about the language today so i'm oh so that was quick that's less than five uh, that's less than eight minutes but okay so now i will move on to the discussion yep discussion coming right up Okay, so what do we have in the discussion today? I have some notes. It's not as detailed as I want it to be. Like, yeah, I I always have this problem, you know. Whenever I record an episode, I have the problem of not having a super detailed note of what I want to talk about. Although I have, like, several things written on my note-taking app, but sometimes I feel like it's not enough or, like, you know, something that could make the discussion be really good, especially because, you know, in a lot of podcasts that you listen to, you'd be hearing, like, people talking together, but in this podcast, it's just me speaking, so it's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's kind of distractive that there's only one person talking, and it's just me talking to you, but sometimes I also think that, well, this is kind of good, because, like, I'm there talking directly to you something like that or at least that's how it feels like but I I don't know for sure how it feels because your experience listening to this podcast might be different from me listening to myself right but I'd love to hear from you what you think about this but anyway so okay so for this episode I'm going to feature the K drama called strangers from hell in Korean, strangers from hell is 타인은 지옥이다, or literally uh, strangers or other people are hell. So that's kind of interesting, I think, the way that it's titled. And also this K-drama is also based on a manga just like Sweet Home, which I featured um, how many months ago? I don't remember. Two or three months ago? Yeah, so it's from a manga, but I haven't read the manga just yet. I'm not sure if I'll have the time to read it, but I'll check it out maybe because I also find it interesting. Um. Okay, so before anything else, I mean, before the discussion per se, as usual, I'd like to read to you the synopsis of the K-drama. And this time the synopsis is not coming from Asian Wiki because I'd like to use a different... Um source for the synopsis, like it's a better worded type synopsis, so I'm gonna use a different one. Yun Jong is a guy in his twenties who moves from the countryside to Seoul after his college friend Jeho offers him a job. While looking for a place to live, he stumbles upon Eden Ko Chiuan a cheap apartment that shares the kitchen and the bathroom with other residents. He is not thrilled about the quality of the place or the other abnormal residents, such as his neighbor next door, So Moon-jo, a charismatic dentist. Nevertheless, Jong-woo decides to put up with it for six months until he saves enough money to move out. However, mysterious events start occurring in the apartment, causing Jong un to begin fearing the apartment's residence. Scary premise, isn't it? Or was it just my reading and the background music? It's quite scary to be honest. But uh, okay, so let's discuss this by starting At the beginning, okay, how do we begin? Let's talk about, not the character first, but I'd like to talk about the idea of living in a koshiwan, in an apartment or an accommodation. It's a type of accommodation wherein the people who use it the most are students who are studying for exams. They're preparing for maybe the college entrance exams or some people who are preparing to take uh, civil service exams, those kinds of things. So that's actually what we call a, a koshi one. Okay, before I, like, discuss this, again, for everyone who are listening to this, there there are probably gonna be spoilers for this episode. So if it's not your thing, I suggest you to, like, watch the K-drama first before you listen to this podcast. But if it's not a problem for you, keep listening. All right, so ko Shi Won. So the setup of a ko Shi Won is, like, it's um it's usually in a building and then it has a lot of small rooms. And it's super small to the point that when it's like just the size of your bed with some space in it, literally the length of the room is just the size of your bed. If you watch the this K-drama, you will see what goshiwons look like and it's not the best place to l- live at but if you're just gonna stay there for a short time then it's tolerable it's manageable it's it's not like it's gonna kill you living in such a small place but it's not really you know the best place to live at so Gochiwon, um it's actually not a very rare type of accommodation especially in korea especially in seoul actually in seoul since seoul is a very expensive city to live live at there's probably a lot of you know koshu ones where people stay there to like especially for those people who are just starting up to build their careers in seoul they'd probably prefer to stay in a small place like this until they save enough money to bit to move into a bigger apartment or actually a one room a one room is different from a koshu one in a way that a one room is more comparable to a studio apartment so it has you know sufficient space for a single person to live at but goshi ones are usually like very small so yeah for for me when i was in korea like in 2016 and 17 i haven't tried living in a goshi one but instead i lived in a two room so two room is like one room but It's not one room, so... Okay, so one room is actually not the same as the studio apartment that I know of. Because here in the Philippines, a studio apartment usually doesn't have a separate room. You know, unless... Well, people make separations or dividers for the room. But a studio doesn't have a separate bedroom in the Philippines. That's how it's like. I'm not sure in other countries. But here in Korea, one room means it's a studio apartment but it has a separate bedroom so actually one room is one bedroom apartment rather than just a studio apartment so I guess my the thing that I had in the vocabulary words was kind of not super detailed because I just said that it's an apartment okay so when I was in Korea I lived in a two-room apartment not uh, it's not because I'm rich or anything I actually was sharing that room with some of my friends and the reason why I had to share the room with them was because I didn't have a lot of money and actually there were three of us living there so I wasn't paying as much as I would if I um, if I try if I tried to live in a one room myself so it's a two room with three people so it was cheaper in a way so that was my experience um why am I saying that? Nothing. I, I just wanted to tell you that finding a place to live at in Korea can be very tedious and difficult, especially if you don't have as much money as you know, as needed. Especially um if, if you were to live, usually it's not just the rent that you're gonna pay for, but you have to pay for a deposit. And deposit is quite huge usually. Like, you have to pay for six months or a year. So you have to pay that as down payment. And that's not easy for students, I think. Because for, for me here in the Philippines, we don't really do that. If you're going to rent, usually you just have to pay two months advanced. And then uh, deposit. So, right. like, three months worth of your monthly rental. That's That's not super big. I mean, that's not big money. As compared to paying six months in advance as a lump sum or a month in advance. So because it's like you have to pay for the rent for the first month and at the same time pay security deposit that's worth six months or a year. It's quite not easy for students, I think. So, yeah, the experience of Cheong especially in Seoul, was real. For people who you who are used to living in the countryside, and then you go to Seoul, and then you don't real you're not from a rich family, and you know you you just have sufficient money to like live every day, then yeah, I, I think a lot of people would definitely go for a goshiwon. So yeah, it's uh the translation for goshiwon in this K drama is residence, and. I'm not sure if there's that same concept in the the West, in America or in Europe. So I'm not sure if if people can relate to that. Another thing. So aside from living in a Goshiwon, in a residence, living with strangers. The concept of living with strangers is not new to me. Um, I'm used to living with strangers. When I was young, like I was living in a community of like a lot of strangers. <laughs> And well, I don't have to explain why that is a real thing. But yeah, when I traveled as well, like traveling to different countries, I was kind of fine living with strangers. Well, because it was just for a short time, but for this one, six months living with strangers and you have to share the bathroom, you have to share the kitchen together with them. I think that is quite um, challenging. And especially for someone who is just starting his career and then, you know, Jongwoo here, the guy, the lead character in his 20s, starting his career in Seoul and then living together with strangers. Well, it depends. You know, some strangers can be really good, although if you have seen this K-drama, I think your perception about strangers will completely change and you might start getting paranoid or something i i hope it doesn't make that effect on you well f- for me it didn't have it didn't really have that kind of effect my trust level for strangers has not changed just because of this K drama. so i'd like to say that for me my mental capacity for like separating reality from drama is still very clear although I'm not saying that this K-drama is overly exaggerated and that it's impossible for it to happen in, in real life. It is possible and that's why it's actually scary because, you know, we we don't know for sure if the strangers we meet every day are, you know, just ordinary people or something. So yeah, living with strangers. It's It's fun to live with strangers because, you know, being strangers is... Like, for for me, you are only strangers until the time that you get acquainted. Until the time that you get introduced to each other. So, what does it actually mean to live with strangers? It means you're just living in the same place but not really knowing each other. And, yeah, about that, we still don't know a lot about the characters in this K-drama jong we we know quite a bit about him. We don't know much about his past, but we know that he's poor, that he, has, he used to live in Busan. He has a girlfriend. He has a senior that offered him a job. We kind of know a lot of things about jong his aspirations and things. But as for the other residents, have eaten we don't really know as much right um let me check the names of the characters so that i wouldn't be saying weird names so like for somunjo we just know that he's a dentist but we have close to zero knowledge about his past for real so he remains a stranger to us somehow for Sun, the owner of the residence we kind of know her past that yeah, we, we know her past somehow. For the other guys, however, the other killers, we don't know as much as the twins. I mean, for the twins, we kind of know them, the like a small background about their child childhood. But for Jong, uh, for Hong Nam Bok, the guy with a you know with the, his room always open, and then he's watching porn or cutting, you know, sexy pictures. Yeah, we we don't know as much. But I'm guessing that he was a rape convict because he has a anklet. Usually in Korea, if you have committed any crime that is related to sexual harassment or something of that sort, even though they have already gone out of prison, they usually still have that anklet for, for the police to watch their movement. So I, I do believe that Numbook, this character, is a sexual assaulter. So that's something that we can refer from what's shown in the K-drama. But beyond that, we don't really know as much. So for, for me, they still remained as strangers. And yeah, so yeah, we can say that yeah it the title is still correct. That they are strangers from hell. And that in the end... The storyline goes that he that Jong was living was living with strangers. Also, I'm calling this episode uh The Writer, The Dentist, and the Bracelet. Okay. So the writer is Jong and Okay, his opening line said something like this. Uh I, I already read it in the monologue, but let me say it. This was a novel I began to write while I lived in this residence. So that was his first line. So I'm actually thinking Okay, so is everything actually just a novel? I mean, it's kind of meta to think about it. But did everything happen to jong um for real in the story? Or was it just the, his playful imagination as he lived in the residence? So I don't have an answer for that. Because I didn't read the manga just yet. So I think if I read the manga, I will have a different perception. And I think some other people who've watched this K-drama might have different uh, opinions or different theories about what really happened. Like, is it all just a story at the back of his mind? Was Jong-woo just going crazy? And that maybe... He ended up ki- really killing everybody, or something like that. There's a lot of those theories, and I'm not here to discuss the theories, but yeah. So, Jong is actually a very interesting character because, well, the lead character is Im Shiwan. This is the third K drama I've seen where Im Shih-Wan is the lead. I didn't watch this because of Im Shiwan, I watched this because. I thought the premise was kind of interesting, and I also wanted to watch something kind of dark, suspense, and that's why I decided to watch this together with my family. My family found it interesting, and also this K-drama is only 10 episodes long, so it was kind of short in a way, but it's also good because my family and I just finished watching it in 5 days, so that was good. Because sometimes when the K-dramas are too long... I don't know. Sometimes we just lose focus. Or like... I don't know. Sometimes watching something for so long... Makes us forget what happened in the past. But it, it's kind of good. Anyway. So yeah. This K-drama is just 10 episodes long. So that's that's good for me. Anything beyond 20 is crazy. <laughs> for me. But so far I, I haven't seen anything beyond 20. So yeah. Okay. And then... So the writer, uh, I don't have much to say about the the writer Uh, aside from, well, wait, I I think I have something to say. So he was a normal person in the beginning until he went crazy. Yeah, ordinary people can, you know, go through different kinds of things. And I'm not saying that we just suddenly go crazy, but our brains are super complicated. And, you know, when different kinds of traumas or whatever happen to us. We don't know what might happen. And that's why I actually agree with Jong's mom that humans are the scariest creatures. Yeah. Asa- I mean, we don't have to be scared about other things. Humans are the scariest most of the time. So, yeah, I kind of agree with that. And it, it's not just other people, but sometimes we have to be scared of ourselves as well. But we just have to... We just have to have a healthy amount of fear of ourselves. Anything beyond the healthy amount is not good. Okay. All right. So, the writer, the dentist. The dentist. Yeah. I don't know why, but why does it always have to be the dentist to be the killer or to be the, like, the criminal, the head of all the crimes that's going on? I'm saying this because there's this novel I read many years ago it's a Filipino novel well it's written in English but the author was Filipino it's called smaller and smaller circles and the criminal there the head suspect there was also a dentist so why do dentists do these kinds of things well it's not that they do this but I just don't know why Dentists are easily made into characters as serial killers or something like that. Um, Actually, there that's just the two instances that I've seen dentists as serial killers, but I don't know. So uh, am I saying that it's a pattern? It's just two. it It's not a pattern. Unless I see a third one where a dentist is a serial killer, then that's a pattern, but... Yeah, I think seeing two made me like build that pattern. And maybe in the future, if I see something again like that. Okay, why are dentists always being tagged as serial killers? No, don't be afraid of going to your dentist. That's not the reason we're afraid of the dentist. Kids are just afraid of the dentist because they think it might hurt. But what hurts more if y- is if your tooth or if a single tooth or more teeth... The case that's gonna hurt you more so don't forget to go to your dentist if you need and yeah i actually need to go to the dentist but i can't right now because of the quarantine most dental clinics are only doing emergency cases but yeah <laughs> why am i talking about my dental or my oral care i i don't know what what else i'm saying here like i'm just blabbering things ah okay the bracelet, right, the writer, the dentist and the bracelet. Okay, so the bracelet is kinda the creepiest thing in this drama. It's the creepiest thing because our dentist here, what's his name again? Salmon Jo collects I'm not sure if he's collecting the molars of his victims and then I, I'm not sure, but I, I think yeah, it's the molars of the victims that he collects and then makes it into a bracelet. And that was just so creepy. Why was he collecting that? When when he was asked by Chong why he was doing the things that he was doing, he I, I think he said something like, Do I need a reason to do this? It's like, it's just fun and we're gonna suffer anyway. And uh, I think he said something like, We find joy in seeing other people suffer. Did he say that or am I imagining that? But yeah, so it's... I'm not sure this is pure evil or anything, but that is just how some human beings think. If a writer can think it, I think at least one person in the 8 billion people in the world could possibly be thinking like that for real. So yeah, and... That creepy bracelet was still worn by jong in the end, when he was already becoming a serial killer himself. Uh, yeah, so actually, I, I don't know what's going on with my discussion. Like, okay, so I talk about living in a goshiwon living with strangers, about the writer, the dentist, and the bracelet, and so what? What did I get from this K-drama? I was thrilled because it, it was enjoyable watching this K drama. I would say enjoyable because I looked forward to seeing the next episode all the time. Like the right, they usually end at the right time. Like okay, when they end, it's like oh, cliffhangers all the time. But yeah, I I think I like that when it's not given a perfect ending for each episode, so that you would have to look forward to the next episode and it wasn't only me who got excited but my parents and my sisters as well because yeah like i told you i'm watching K dramas together with my family all the time i don't watch K dramas alone anymore <laughs> so yeah uh what did i get from it so excitement thrill enjoyment and okay I, I have this question that's not really just for myself but for for the listeners as well what do you think makes something good or evil this is a question that Zhongwu prompted the police Jongla. So what do you think makes something good or evil? I don't have a definite answer right now because like I didn't set my mind to think okay what makes things good or evil? In like in religion they have you know what they say good or evil. In law We have what we say lawful and unlawful. Uh, But in general, in humanity, what do you think makes something good or evil? Okay, I think I have an answer now. For me, it's good if it doesn't cause suffering. And it's evil if it causes suffering. Either to oneself or to others. So, suffering or pain, I would normally associate the word suffering or pain to evil so if it's causing you suffering or causing you pain it's kind of (laughs) evil but well it's it's too simplistic if you think of it that way like if your teeth is in pain if a single tooth is in pain then is it evil (laughs) but yeah so evil is kind of a more for me evil is more difficult to you know like describe but good is if it is free from suffering and pain, I think everything's good. But evil is I don't know. It's it's not an easy thing to answer, especially in a pop podcast like this. I'm not a philosophical person. Well, I, I like talking about philosophies and things I like listening to philosophy as well, but philosophy isn't my expertise i mean uh, i don't really find myself talking real well when it comes to philosophy so yeah let me just post that question to you as well what do you think makes something good or evil if you have an answer to that you can tweet to me on my twitter it's at kinka podcast or actually you can also join our discord channel i'll put the discord server link on the show notes so that you can check it out and we can connect and talk more about K drama and whatever whatever things that you want to talk about okay so what wait is that all that i want to say today yeah i i think so um yeah because i I didn't really think much about this I, i just thought okay there's a lot of murder there's a lot of meat omg meat there's there's human meat in this drama, well it's not really human meat i'm sure but it looked disgusting it's raw meat but it was as uh, it was portrayed as if it were human meat in the drama. that was really disgusting i don't eat raw meat and well if, if you eat raw meat that's fine it, it's your choice but for me i don't like it and i think right now if i think of raw meat i might think of human meat and yeah i might just uh, vomit thinking about it but, yeah okay so i think that's all that i want to say about this k-drama strangers from hell it is a rather super interesting k-drama it's bloody it's gory there's a lot of things yeah uh okay because usually when i watch k-dramas together with my family members we usually eat or at least for me i usually eat while watching k-dramas i eat my lunch and my dinner while watching k-dramas and this K-drama is not the best K-drama to watch when you're eating, so <laughs> just avoid doing that if, yeah, if you're interested in watching this K-drama, or if you've already watched it, then that's good, yeah, and yeah, I, I just think that it was crazy that I was eating all the time, and they were sort of eating human meat, that was really this disgusting, anyway, but it, it was a really fun K-drama to watch, and It it didn't make me feel paranoid about strangers, but it gave me a broader perspective about the possibilities for people. That although people may seem good on the outside, they're there, that there might be something horrible going on inside their minds. (laughs) That's kind of uh, what's that. It's not really a good realization, but it's dark and human. And I think that's fine. Okay, so that's all for today's episode. I appreciate every one of you who listened up to this point. Uh, Yeah, I already mentioned that Kinka Podcast is now part of the Yibang Collective. And so, yeah, I'll put more details on the show notes so that you can check that out. But right now, my ask for you is that you connect with us more, like our Facebook page, our Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Also, you can connect with us on Discord. Okay, I repeated Discord like three or four times already. So anyway, all of the details that I'm telling you right now, I'll make sure to put them on the show notes so that you can check them out as you want. Okay, yes. Oh, oh oh my gosh. Song recommendation. I have a song recommendation for you. This song recommendation is actually an old song called Nun Ko Ip or Ice Nose Lips by Young. it was an old song it is an old song but they say that if you don't know this song then you don't know K-music you don't know K-pop music so you better check this out I actually listened to this for the first time just last month and I liked it so you can use it for your for enjoyment when you listen to music or you can also use it to study Korean like I always say. Okay, and K-drama word of wisdom. Well, this is not actually a K-drama word of wisdom, but yeah, I still pose to you the question: what do you think makes something good or evil? Also, the word from Jong's mother: humans are the scariest creatures. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Thank you very much. And I really hope to see you next week. Next week, uh, the episode will be about a designated survivor or vagabond. It depends on like which notes I prepare first, but probably one of the two. Okay, so that's it. 안녕히 가세요. 감사합니다. 다음에 봐요. Bye bye.